This is the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. The podcast for curious and passionate dental hygienists. Hi, Kara RDH here. Before we get started, I want to thank Philips Sonicare for sponsoring this podcast audio article. Make sure to follow their Instagram account just for dental professionals at Philips Sonicare Pro. It is fun, inspirational, and also has exclusives just for dental professionals. Now, let's get on to the audio article. Dental Burnout. You don't have to work full-time to work full-time. By Daniel Luring, BHSDH. Dental hygiene has been known as a mommy job in my community. We don't have to take calls. We don't have to work weekends. And most of us work part-time. I've known few hygienists who do work full-time, and most of them have expressed feelings what we like to call clinical burnout. They end up feeling the need to work four or five o'clock, and they often lose sight of why they became a hygienist in the first place. There are other ways to work full-time without working full-time and avoid that burnout. Monday through Friday is a very appealing schedule, the most appealing schedule in our working society. Eight to five, four or five days a week in the dental world is considered a full-time position. These positions sometimes come with benefits like paid vacation and sick time, paid continuing education and professional association dues. Some offices utilize bonus programs, either monthly, quarterly, or yearly, with monetary bonuses or even incentive trips, like a trip to the beach with your coworkers. When working full-time clinically in a busy practice, skills and ethical principles tend to slip. Imagine you're working eight to 10 hour days with back-to-back patients, sometimes not even getting a full lunch hour. Most patients are scheduled for a designated allowable time, and often this is not enough time to complete a full comprehensive appointment that's needed. Getting behind by a few minutes is very typical on most day-to-day hygiene schedules. The last thing the hygienist wants to do when he or she is already behind is plug in added care practices, such as education, complete periodontal probing, full mouth series, or taking impressions for fluoride trays or whitening trays. Imagine if this is your every day. Time is important. We give so much of our lives to our careers that family and friends are often put aside. I haven't worked full-time clinically very much in my almost 12-year career as a hygienist. And honestly, it's because I've seen these burnout hygienists on multiple occasions, in multiple offices. Everyone in our career field knows exactly whom I'm referring to. The hygienists that have been working their tail ends off for years, day in and day out. They hustle through their day and have patients that are exclusively their own. New products, new instruments, and new techniques are not interesting to them to try or implement into their tried-and-true routine of bite wings, scale, polish, floss, and socializing. Patients just love them. These hygienists have been there for them for years and know about their families, careers, and lives. It isn't a bad thing at all. It's just enabling advancement. These patients have no idea that the care they've been receiving is mediocre. For example, I replaced a hygienist who retired in an office that was very set in its ways. The dentist had not improved or updated, aside from digital radiography. The hygienists were expected to arrive 30 to 40 minutes prior to patient care and go through charts, paper charts. I hadn't seen paper charts in years. The office had a strict regimen of how an appointment was to go, and only 50 minutes to do so. I listened to their only full-time hygienist complain to me about how burnout she was and how she would just love to get that extra 10 minutes to get through appointments in order to feel like she's doing her job well. 
Within my first day, patients were telling me that they've never had their teeth cleaned in this manner before, and are they going to be charged extra for my care? I was honestly just completing routine care that I had done for years prior to working in this office. Many were appreciative of my work, but there were those that were skeptical and didn't understand what I was doing because they were so used to their hygienist and just weren't sure of this change. I only lasted a year at this office. There were too many things there that just didn't add up to me. I pride myself on my skills and my patient care being optimum. Going through the motions to a 50-minute schedule is not my style. Only scraping and polishing is not my style of hygiene care either. I refuse to cause burnout to myself by working too much and by not being given enough time to provide the care that patients deserve and need. To avoid this burnout that full-time or any hygienist may feel, I want to offer you this. Find a way to work full-time without working full-time. Most of us are hygienists because we love the job. We're compassionate, caring, attentive, detail-oriented, and organized people. I love my clinical job, but I've been fortunate to find other ways to love my career. We're taught in school that there are other avenues in dental hygiene outside of clinical work. I've had the pleasure of becoming an educator and working as an adjunct instructor. Not many people realize, but you don't have to have higher education, such as a master's degree, to become a clinical educator in dental hygiene. Some requirements are met with experience. I had a lot of interest in teaching when I went through dental hygiene school. I idolized my instructors and hoped to be as influential as them someday. I was elated to receive a phone call asking if I was interested in teaching, with an offer to apply for an open adjunct position in my area hygiene program. I was able to work as a clinical instructor while gaining my higher education so that I could also become a didactic instructor. Aside from teaching hygiene, there are corporate positions. I met a fellow hygienist who works for a major dental insurance company in our state. She observes claims and is often the person looking at radiographs for pre-authorizations or reading narratives from hygienists. In regard to proposed periodontal therapy, there are sales positions. I've met several hygienists who've branched out from clinical work to selling products that we utilize every day. They have a great knowledge base for these products because they know what they like and what other hygienists may or may not like. Other positions in sales may pertain to dental labs. I was introduced to a position where a dental lab was looking for a dental hygienist with experience in sales to become the liaison between the lab and the many dental offices it served. I recently became involved with an organization which trains dental hygienists to teach courses to direct care professionals, DCPs, on oral care. The DCPs are with dependent care patients daily and have access to their oral care needs and efforts. I also have a colleague who designed a very popular dental instrument. There are administrative positions, training positions, continuing education course positions, and I could go on and on. Most recently, I've been able to voice my opinion and write about my experiences and opinions on my own dental hygiene career. My days are filled with patient care, student education, writing, and planning. I work full-time without having to work full-time, and I'm able to avoid that clinical burnout. My everyday does not revolve around the clock, and I'm fulfilling my career goals as a dental hygienist. I encourage and empower more dental hygienists to avoid burning themselves out by finding ways to make your day not so monotonous and bring patient care into focus, not just getting through your appointments to get through your day. I hope you enjoyed the audio article. Thank you again to Philip Sonicare for sponsoring and for supporting dental hygienists everywhere. Head on over to their Instagram account at Philip Sonicare Pro and follow them now.
Thank you for listening to the Today's RDH Dental Hygiene Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.